Our reading today comes from Luke chapter 4, verses 22 to 30. This is the conclusion of the reading that we started yesterday. All spoke well of him. This is Jesus uh, preaching in his home synagogue in Nazareth. All spoke well of him and were amazed at the gracious words that came from his lips. Isn't this Joseph's son, they asked? Jesus said to them, Surely you will quote this proverb to me, Physician, heal yourself. And you will tell me, Do in your own hometown what we have heard that you did in Capernaum. Truly I tell you, he continued, No prophet is accepted in his hometown. I assure you that there were many widows in Israel in Elijah's time, when the sky was shut for three and a half years, and there was a severe famine throughout the land. Yet Elijah was not sent to any of them, but to a widow in Zarephath, in the region of Sidon. And there were many in Israel with leprosy in the time of Elisha the prophet, yet not one of them was cleansed, only Naaman the Syrian. All the people in the synagogue were furious when they heard this. They got up, drove him out of the town, and took him to the brow of the hill on which the town was built in order to throw him off the cliff. But he walked right through the crowd and went on his way. In verse 22, where we begin today, <clears throat> we have the dramatic hinge of this story of Jesus preaching in his home synagogue. They, those who are gathered in the synagogue, his friends, family, neighbors, business leaders from the community, who were members of the synagogue, they were all there and spoke well of him. They were amazed at the gracious word that came from his mouth. Isaiah 61 is one of the most treasured texts of promise in the history of Israel and also for us today in Christianity. Yet, is there disbelief in their minds, in their hearts when they ask, isn't this Joseph's son? They do not accept the logic from this reading that the son of Joseph, who grew up in Nazareth, whom they knew as a little boy, is also the word of the anointed son. In verses 23 to 27, Jesus speaks this word of promise as a word of judgment over their unbelief in him as the anointed son. He said, doubtless you will quote to me, physician, heal thyself. Do here in Nazareth what you did in Capernaum. Jesus uncovers the secret thoughts of the hearts of many, as was prophesied in chapter two. The people reject Jesus's authority as the anointed son of God. And these stories from Elijah and Elisha highlight prophetic scriptures that speak of judgment, the judgment that Jesus is bringing. And here it is, the outsider, the outcasts, sinners, and even Gentiles receive the prophet and the benefits of God's kingdom ahead of the elect. The salvation which God intended for Israel may at first bring contempt to those who justify themselves. In verses 28 and 29, the people in the synagogue 
the family, the friends, community leaders, and neighbors have heard the judgment that Jesus has spoken against them and their doubt and their disbelief turn to violent rejection. Driving Jesus out to the hill to throw him over the edge was a traditional action of executing a false prophet. The victim was thrown over the edge so that the crushing stones could be dropped on him. They have rejected Jesus as the Son of God, and they have rejected his proclamation, his interpretation of God's word. Moses had instructed that the false prophet must die, but that the true prophet was to speak to Israel all the words commanded by God, and Israel was to listen. If the people would have waited to see if Jesus' words would come to pass, they would have recognized him as the true prophet who did what he announced he would do. To announce and to preach the good news, to proclaim release to the captives, to bring sight to the blind, to set the oppressed free, and to proclaim the year of the Lord's favor. The early responses of faith in Jesus as the Messiah are now met head-on with human rejection, which will lead to a dire but also a grace-filled ending. The question, I think, for me at least, is how do I justify myself in the context, in the context of others? When and how do I resort to that comment while at least I am not like so-and-so. When God's word, when Jesus speaks to us a word of judgment, do I listen and repent and make plans to change? Or do I seek to justify myself and to blame others? As you reflect on this devotion, I pray for God's blessing to you and God bless your day.